Hey guys, it's Mara and Sincere and today is the first in our series that we're doing on the Linfield political science majors and today we're with two political science majors in our department, Ethan Kerwin and Rosario Uclova. Thank you for join us, joining us, you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm smiling under a mask. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. Today we're just going to talk a little bit about the political science major why you guys chose it, um, what awesome things there are about this major, and things like that. Okay, sounds great. So, to start, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, just so that our listeners can, you know, get a vibe for you guys. Vibe check. Vibe check. Okay, first, okay. Hi, uh, my name is Rosario. I am a senior at Linfield here, and I am a double major in political science and journalism and media studies. Um, I'm originally from the Dallas, Oregon, so that's in the Gorge in Oregon. I didn't know you're from the Dallas, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name's Ethan. I am also a senior here at Linfield in the political science department. I'm also a Spanish minor. I'm from Santa Cruz, California, and so far I've really enjoyed my experience here. So you want to talk about a little bit what, what cultivated your interest in your majors? Yeah, um... I came to Linfield undecided, and that was actually one of the things I liked about it, is I was able to stay undecided, where at other schools I had to uh, declare a major in order to get in. And then once you declare a major at some other schools, you can't switch majors because you have to test into other programs. So that's something that I did like when I came here to Linfield. And uh, honestly, I was just kind of a news junkie, and that just kind of fit the best with uh, the political science department here. Awesome. What about you, Rosario? Uh, I originally came in as nursing, actually, because I didn't know that, like, poli-sci was a thing, because nobody I knew, like, I mean, I didn't know anyone in college, so I didn't really know how that process worked. Uh, and I came in as nursing, but then I quickly realized that that was not my thing, because um, <laughs> nursing is hard at Linfield, well, in general. Um, so I did, I remember I took Great Political Thinkers, which, um, I actually am not a huge political philosophy nerd, so it was actually kind of hard. Um, but then I took American politics, and that's when I realized, like, oh, I actually really like learning about these things, and I'm geeking out over all these scholarly articles, and that's how I kind of decided that that's what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I really feel that too, Rosario, because, like, when I first came here, I knew what poli-sci was, but I was like, oh, you get a poli-sci major, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to never make any money, but, you know, I kind of, like, figured out that, you know... A lot of times it does require going on to grad school or kind of finding, like, your own niche in the environment, but I've kind of figured it out a little bit. Yeah, and then um, with my other major, with my jams major, it fits perfectly because they're just, like, two really complementary majors. Um, so it just seemed like a good fit. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I was going to ask you guys about, was there, like, a moment where you, because you guys both came in, you know, undecided and in nursing, and you mentioned that when you took American politics, you were like, oh, I love this. This is it. Can you guys single out any key highlights of your experiences as political science majors when you were like, this is definitely where I'm supposed to be. This is special. Um, for me, I think it was my first semester freshman year, and I had great political thinkers as well. And I was just like, this is the class that I like the most. This is the class that assigns the most homework. And this is the <laughs> class that I consistently do my homework on the most regular basis compared to the other ones. So I figured just do what I like. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, did you guys have Ticola for that? Yeah, we were in the yeah. same class. Yes, I think we were, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, were we in the same class? <laughs> yeah, that was, seems like forever ago. Wow. I know. We were babies back then. Yeah. And yeah, you guys are both seniors right now. <laughs> Yeah, freshmen in college really are just still kids, though. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so crazy how, like, everyone changes over, like, this such a short period of time, really. Yeah, especially when you look back at how much you knew then versus how much you know now. And it's, yeah. like, the growth in not only academics, but also personally. Yeah. I agree. Um, for me, I don't think there's one specific thing that I was, like, I knew with my major. But I think about when I'm, like, doing real like papers or really big assignments for my poli-sci classes and I'm like stressed but I'm also geeking out because I'm reading all these like scholar like I said scholarly articles and I'm like oh my gosh I know about this theory and it's just like the fact that I'm smiling while also stressing doing this paper goes to show that it's something I actually am really passionate about and I actually enjoy doing and I love like explaining politics to people and I just I make everything about politics which (laughs) I forget that like normal people don't talk about politics all the time um so that's something i've been working on especially right now because I, I feel that a lot was <laughs> like in my in my day-to-day life i get frustrated that talking about politics is like taboo yeah. because i know mm-hmm. that i have the tools to like navigate difficult conversations whereas like maybe a lot of like i would agree people that uh don't consume the news as much or just aren't as obsessed as we are uh they just don't they just don't know about it I think it's interesting, though, that, Ethan, you are political science now. There was a mm-hmm. time where you were at IR. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually were one of the people that inspired me to switch from poli-sci to IR. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Full circle. Right? Um, well, what happened is, you know, I was supposed to go to abroad to Chile in the spring. And then three days before, uh, the school called me and they were like, hey, um, the borders are closed. And so that that wasn't happening. And so one of the requirements for the IR major is to study abroad. And I probably could have gotten like an exception due to like extreme circumstances from the uh, the department. But um, I just decided to switch and then it just changed the process a little bit differently. But, you know, because studying abroad right now is probably not going to be a thing we're able to do for honestly, maybe another year. Yeah, yeah, definitely tough. We all went abroad, kind of, yeah, kind of. Jealous. Um, Jealous. Sorry, I know, I was like, do I bring it up? I'm no, we don't want to be those study abroad people. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very big component of, um, the, you know, poli-sci and IR majors in our department. A lot of people go abroad. Um, Rosario, would you like to speak just a little bit about what, what that was like? And Going studying, abroad? Yeah. And yes, I would love politics. to talk about my abroad experience. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so I was abroad in Vienna, Austria um, last fall, and I took, um, most of my classes were like German, literally the German language or like Austrian culture classes, but I did take a um, Austrian politics course, and it had like a, it was like Austrian politics in a European context, yeah, and it was the first time I like really focused on a government system outside of like the U.S. So it's like they're more they're like a parliamentary system in the EU. Um, so that was really interesting because then coming back, I feel like I became more like socialized, <laughs> <laughs> or like my, I feel like I definitely like lean more left than I did prior to that, just because it was like it was I was not only learning about that system but also living in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like my host mom, like any little thing they'd like go to the doctor, 
And I'd be like, yeah, um, literally you'd have to be like dying to go to the doctor because I don't have health insurance. And they'd always ask me about Trump and guns. And mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, it was just interesting to just um, kind of see how the outside world perceives the U.S. Yeah. Um, and it really changed my perspective and kind of, I think, also like how I study politics now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I definitely got that same experience when I went abroad to China. Um, and I think that's one of the, the most valuable parts of the majors in our department. Um, it's really great. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. It's okay. You know, I'll, I'll survive. Are there any um, important experiences that uh, you completed, like internships or any like great projects that you did for any of your poli-sci classes that really stood out to you? Um, yeah, actually, when, uh, after freshman year, the, the summer going into sophomore year, I was on internship at a legal aid clinic. And so, you know, if you apply and you're deemed, uh, that you don't have enough resources, then you're represented for free. And so I just did a lot of like, kind of just like groundwork. Like what I did there was people come in, usually they speak Spanish, but you know, that wasn't all the time. It was just kind of the town we were in. It's a Watsonville, California. And the people, they would give a statement to the lawyer and then the lawyer would have notes. And then my job was to take the lawyer's notes about whatever happened and then turn it into English and write it from their point of view mm-hmm. uh, about what happened to them. So it was a lot of like tenant landlord disagreements, employee employer disagreements about, you know, workers' rights and stuff like that. And I just kind of realized, you know, how hard it is to, you know, be poor in this country. And so that's kind of something that I think radicalized me. radicalized (laughs) all right um so tell me more about your guys's minors i know you said you were double majoring but how how are you finding that gyms and poli-sci really tie together i originally i i decided poli-sci and then um i didn't really know like what area because like for the most part you can you can concentrate kind of like what you want to learn more about depending on class offerings and I took political communication in the spring, and I love political communication. Oh, I didn't realize I would love a field of study so much. <laughs> yeah, we like, took I'm that just together. Yeah, we took that I together. loved political communication. Yeah, yeah I liked that class too. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. No, you weren't really. Yeah, it was, it was over oh Zoom. my god, I'm so sorry. It was over Zoom, right? It was like yeah, the first class I had over Zoom. Yeah. Part, yeah. So we're okay, talking wait. about political. <laughs> communication with Professor Dimitri Kelly out there. Yeah, yeah so sorry, y'all. <laughs> it was a blur, okay? I just... First experience of Zoom U was in that class. Yeah, it was, and it was, it was, um, it was an experience. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, like, he had, like, the exams that were, like, oral exams. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was nerve-wracking. I mean, he still does them. I have, I have them for political psychology yeah. now. He still does them, but... I liked them. Yeah. yeah. About a, my minor, I have a Spanish minor, and so... It kind of helps because originally I was international relations. So I was like trying to like look at another country's political systems and their institutions. And, you know, you can do that better if you understand the language. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I wasn't able to study abroad. But even now, like it happens all the time. Like I have this poetry class that's all in Spanish. And we're learning about uh, Roque Dalton and Pablo Neruda. And like these uh, these uh, authors, you know, they're also their writings are also very political. You know, it's kind of like political poetry. And so it's interesting to uh, just, like, see, like, in a class that's more about culturally Latin America, how it still relates to my political knowledge. And what I already knew about Latin America through uh, my politics courses is really helping me understand my uh, Spanish courses and vice versa. 
Very cool. Yeah, and language is a language is still a requirement for poli sci, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And Rosario, you studied German. Yeah, I did. I just kind of studied just because I had no. I mean, I've already like I know Spanish, um, flex, not to flex, but I, it's my first language. Um, and German was kind of just like um, I knew I wanted to go abroad, and I knew it was going to be in Austria, and like in the EU, that's kind of like the the third or the second language, like. English and then German mm. in terms of like the ones you want to know. Um, my German's not very good anymore, but I honestly I wouldn't say it's it's helped my <laughs> poli sci major. It was more just like I just I mean maybe if I read like Das Kapital mm. I can read it in German now. Yeah, but I mean it, it's nice to have that skill in your back pocket. Oh yeah, it's like uh, I think it's going more to like what Ethan said about it being like a a cultural thing, like going back to like the way that um, like EU countries tend to be like. They're more socialized. They, um, I would say, put their citizens over, like, capitalistic interest, Mm -hmm. which, like I said, the radicalization, you know, realizing that it does work and it's not, like, you know, communism, because that's, like, a dirty word, or, or, like, socialism is a dirty word here. And, uh, you know, I I feel like if you go to school here and you're in the political science department, you don't just have to be someone that's, like, super left or like super liberal, like um, there's definitely kids in the major that have been more conservative, and uh, I don't feel like you necessarily like no one gets attacked for their ideas or who they are, but people's ideas, no matter what, the professors do challenge you. Absolutely, and I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I definitely agree that we have people across the political ideological spectrum. If you know what I would say. Yeah. So, I'd like to ask you guys. Pick one course that you've taken in your political science major or for your political science major that you learned something like really important or that you really enjoyed and just give us a a small rundown of what you liked about that class, maybe something that you didn't like very much, Um, just to kind of give maybe the listeners, if they're interested in a political science major, an idea of what kind of stuff you guys do. Actually, in the class, we already talked about political communication last last uh, spring. I had I was writing a paper about why the coronavirus had become a partisan issue, and I found this paper. I forget who wrote it, but it was out of the University of Chicago, and it was examining the language that Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity used on Fox News about <laughs> the coronavirus. And then it was comparing that language and the dates that they use certain key words to the infection rate in counties that had higher viewership of Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity. And it's it actually super complicated how they do it, but they found that it was a statistically significant that those that listened to Tucker Carlson uh, had lower, those counties that primarily listened to Tucker Carlson had lower transmission rates of COVID than Sean Hannity because they were using different languages about the virus and just kind of like the strength of that, you know, political communication and that political messaging is just so interesting to see on like a real world example. Yeah, very cool. That is super cool. That sounds like, can you send it to me? (laughs) That sounds like a really cool article actually. Well, yeah, I would say political communications was awesome, but right now I'm in political psychology and also Professor Dimitri yeah, Kelly. I have most of my classes with him. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I took like psych, I took Psych 101 for, um, uh, what is it called, an LC. Mm-hmm. And we're learning a lot about how people's like experiences kind of shape 
how they are like in terms of like their political views for example there's a lot of there's um theories as to like how do people how do people shape their like how are you what am i trying to say words how are your political views shaped like is it situational like depending on like where you live or is it like something that just happens over time and there's like different models on that um and it's just super interesting because i just wrote a paper well my term paper is about uh donald trump and uh white consciousness and Mm. how he kind of plays into that using um emotional cues um and it's just really interesting because like you see all this stuff on the news and you see stuff on twitter and facebook and like but then being able to kind of like look at it academically and look at it like empirically is a different thing because it's like there's no like rebooting this right like it's 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 here they're the numbers this is what's happening um and it's just cool to like have that background and like know that you're you know you're you're a scholar in that sense like you can also you know do your own research and all of that so it's really cool yeah shout out to professor dimitri kelly for political science classes (laughs) yeah in your guys' opinions, what are the best parts about being part of the political science department here at Linfield? And what are some of the most challenging parts? I'll go ahead and go first. I think the best part is that it teaches you to be aware of the world and think about, hey, if I was in that situation, you know, what would I do? You know, and kind of understand how others think and how other people with different experiences communicate. And probably the most challenging part is that I feel that the public debate and the public discourse is just so unproductive and not where it needs to be that just it's constantly driving me crazy about, you know, where like the current political goalposts and the debate are in this country and like where I think it should be. And it's just, you know, it, it blows my mind how much people don't realize what is happening and how serious it is and that it just doesn't seem to affect them. I think more like on an academic standpoint, I will say that the department, I think really prepares you with the skills you need, like for life after Linfield, right? Like the, what am I going to do with this major is what I was thinking. Cause I'm like, I need to make money for my mom. Same. <laughs> I need to make money. That's yeah. why I was saying. But like, I've never even going into um, like my internships or, you know, having to do major assignments for class papers. Like I never felt like I didn't have the resources or skills to do that. Um, And then kind of going off what Ethan said, like when you're a poli-sci major, like you have the skills to like engage in political discourse in a way that's actually productive. Um, And I feel like this makes it sound very like we're we're political sophisticates essentially. Mm -hmm. And so like the way like that us as poli-sci majors we communicate with people I think it's going to be differently and and like like I said like obviously being more productive about what's happening especially with the world being so polarized right now like there needs to be serious conversations had and we know how to have them yeah you know can't just write people off no yeah and you know we are talking to professor Patrick Trell who's Professor of Political Science, and also the chair of the Political Science Department here at Linfield. And that's something that he was saying, is that the courses, um, they really encourage students to have hard conversations and to be a a conduit between two different groups Mm -hmm. and be able to foster more conversation, more understanding across the Great Divide, as some in the the media call it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's pretty evident that, like, Classes in this department are meant to, as he was saying, self-reflection is a major component of learning in these classes. 
And so we were all talking about, at the beginning, you were talking about great political figures, which I took, and I remember how mind-blowing it was to read Plato and all of these people who I had heard of before, but, like, thought that they were too academic for me, um, and to feel like those were those ideas were finally accessible and to so see that you guys are now seniors and all of these ideas are things that you have learned about and now are able to like impassion with your own ideas um is really inspiring so yeah and i mean when you start out in a pol in the political science department at least for me it was intimidating mm -hmm. a little bit because you're tackling you know really broad themes and stuff like that. I guess we didn't talk about, I didn't talk about the cons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I, go I was gonna say, so much. Um, where's my list? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, going off what you said, like, it can be really intimidating, especially when, like, I never had any, like, experience writing academic articles. I never had any experience, like, reading them. Like, I just came from a really, really not so good high school. Um, and then you're in classes and everyone's, like, you know, saying this and that, and it just feels, I can think, sometimes overwhelming because it feels like you always have to say something, and you're like, oh, this person just says something, like, I have to, like, defend, I have to, uh, sorry, debate them or something, and then, but, like, obviously, as you go into the major more and more, like, you you, you develop those skills, and it's really cool to, like, look back. I'll look at, back at, like, my old papers, and I'll be like, what what was I doing? I really thought I was doing something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, like, that, that growth, right? Like, that's the best part about, you know, being in college is that the growth both professionally, personally, and academically, and just being able to like kind of reflect on that is cool. And then also just to see like, okay, where can I go next? Like mm -hmm. I was able to do this and now I have all these skills, like where can I keep building my skills? Yeah, I definitely feel that too. I remember being, you know, a freshman and I had a class and there's this one senior that I was in a group in and he's, he's talking about some theory or some idea and like, I was pretty sure I knew what it was, but I was, like, too nervous to be, like, um, actually, like, is this what I think it is? And I don't even remember what it is, but you just have to, like, you just have to accept that you're not going to know everything. And, you know, mm -hmm. there is no such thing as a dumb question because if you don't ask that question, then you still don't know. You know, mm -hmm. who really yeah, cares what other people think, you know? That's a great way to put it. What are your guys' plans post Linfield, if Most there are. Linfield. Yeah, what can you do with a political science major? As you Ethan brought up, what are your dreams right now? Well, <laughs> as many people with a political with a that are planning to hopefully, you know, I have, I imagine there's no way I don't graduate at this rate uh, with a bachelor's. But you know, like uh, many other people like me, I'm currently uh, studying to take the LSAT which is the law school admissions Great. test. Uh, it's pretty brutal. It's described as the uh, Cadillac of standardized tests, and oh. I would say that's pretty true. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard. Uh, Cadillacs are hard? Cadillacs are so hard. You didn't you know, know that? Like, uh, like expensive and like oh. fancy. Uh, okay. You know, currently I'm planning on attending law school, to, and I want to be a public defender because I feel like uh, I want to kind of give meaning to the work I do, and I feel like that's another way to do that. And my backup plan, because you should always have a backup mm -hmm. plan, is to attend uh, maybe PSU, but I'm not so sure, and get a master's in social work, an MSW, and then hopefully work for the state for a little bit, and then maybe transfer to a private company. And what would you say um, are like some of the most useful skills from your political science you know, degree you're going to get from undergrad for these future uh, like goals uh honestly definitely just researching and writing because yeah. we do a lot of that in this major and then uh you know both of those jobs you have to like you know dig into the details 
you know, if you're a lawyer, you're looking up old precedents and case law. And, you know, if you're a social worker, I think both uh, you're still trying to care about people, at least for me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm attracted to those two fields. That's awesome. Yeah. What can I do with a major? You can do anything. I feel like you could. Yeah, you tell them. You, you can, can do anything. You want. It's the skills, not the major. Ooh. Amen. But this major happens to give you the best skills, in my opinion, but I am biased. <laughs> As you should be. Um, yeah, so I guess short term, right now, I'm hoping to apply to grad school, um, but I'm not, not law school, grad school, because I don't want to be a lawyer, because I just, it's very hard. Like, I'm props to you and every other poli sci <laughs> person that wants to be a lawyer. Um, yeah, so I want to apply to law school to hopefully get a master's in political communication. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. And then after that, I hope to work in political campaigns or campaign finance, I think would be really cool because I'm doing an internship right now with a, um, a campaign and it's really interesting to kind of see the other side of things and everyone's kind of freaking out right now because we're, we're at like, you know, crunch time Right. tomorrow, big day. Um, oh yeah tell yeah. me about it so it is currently november 2nd everyone <laughs> to context you know. yeah, yeah so i think political campaigns would be really interesting i think it's something it's it's high 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 stakes high what is it what i'm trying to say fast paced intense environment and that's the environments i love so i think i would do that and hopefully make good money off of that because then i would like to get my phd and become a professor so i uh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that either. Where Would you want to teach at, like, a liberal arts uh, institution? Wherever they hire me, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I haven't thought that far in. Yeah, just because, like, uh, not to get too emotional, but, like, I, I I have had good experiences with the professors here, and they really inspired me, and I, you know, I would like to do the same for future generations, so I think. Absolutely. Being a professor. And also, I get to do my own research. Like, that's so cool. That is cool. Nerd for life. I... So, uh, when you love writing that it's, literature it's review... stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. But are either of you ever interested in running for public office? Uh, I'm not going to say no, but honestly... <laughs> going to come back to get... I'm going to say no right now. Haunt, yeah, it, it, it's, it sounds... It's, I don't know, you know, because, like, it just sounds like a lot. I like living my life and not having to second-guess the things I say or do. That's true. And I feel like it's too too self-critical if you get into that, at least for me, you know. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's great reasons why people get into it. Yeah. I get that. Um, I've been told that I'd be president someday. <laughs> so I feel, I don't, it's not in, like, my horizons. I would like to do, like I said, like, more background work in campaigns. But it also wouldn't put it past me. Like, if the opportunity came up, I would do it. If I was, like, the most viable candidate, obviously. But it's not, like, a, a goal of mine, I would say, right now. Because I think kind of like what Ethan said. Like, they, campaigns are rough. They, any little thing you've done, they, your opponent will find it. Your opponent will use it against yeah. you. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even matter if you don't even think it was that bad. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it'll be even. framed in any other way. Yeah, in some, in some situations it doesn't even matter if you've done it if yeah. they make the voters think you've done it you've done, you've it. done it communication exactly so just, as soon as you if you just introduce political. me to something do you guys have any final thoughts on anything you'd like to share about being a political science major for our listeners out there i think even if you're just considering the major you should take one class in the major because we have a lot of classes actually that work as lcs also 
So that that's a good idea. Like if you're not super sure, take a class with an LC. I know like Great Political Thinkers is um, it's an LC. I think almost I'm pretty sure almost all of the Great Poli Sci yeah. classes are. Yeah, I know like LC. Two hundred one is so American mm-hmm. politics is. 210, 210 also is, is international relations. Comparative is, oh, it is an upper division, yeah. but you can still take it, I think. Um, I would say to anyone that was thinking about majoring in political science, I do get how it can seem kind of intimidating and like unsure, but for like your future, but I think everyone should at least minor in political science because I think just the critical thinking skills are just so valuable and just knowing more about the world is just, you know, so invaluable. And I think, you know, it, I feel like it should almost be required. <laughs> we, we were definitely all nodding when Ethan was saying how everyone should minor in political science, at least. It, <laughs> It'll surprise you how much it applies to you. It really will. It'll, and then once you, I don't know, I feel like once you dip your toe in, it's like really hard to not just jump in the into the pool. Before we go... We do this with every podcast, um, with all of our guests, and we ask, do you guys have anything you would like to recommend to our viewers, um, sorry, our listeners, uh, anything that you're watching, reading, listening to that you'd like to shout out? I know every day my morning routine is to wake up, uh, drink a cup of coffee, and listen to Up First by NPR, and it's just like 10 to 15 minutes. I know I sound like an old person you right sound now. so old. I, I do that but, too, LOL. You know, it's just so, it's just so worth it. It's just so worth it. You got to do it. Just, just embrace like the old grandma and PR vibe. Just do it. Love that. I watch Vice a lot. Like their um, Vice and Vox on YouTube. They have really good, right now Vox has a really good um, election series where they're taking questions that the audience has and they're making um, videos about them. So the most recent one I saw was about the Electoral College, Mm. which I watched it because I'm like, okay, I know what it is, but then when I try to explain it, I confuse people. So like, how can I explain it in a way that's not confusing? And that was a perfect video for that. It really explained it really well. So yeah, if you're more uh, a more visual person, YouTube videos are awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming and talking with us today. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was fun. Was it fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one of the more one of the more energetic podcasts yeah, really? in the past. Yeah. Oh. You guys are just so fun to interact with and Thank you. <laughs> political science majors. The youngest grandparents you'll ever have. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. the way to say it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Politalks. We'll see you next time.